1: Visit roberthalf.com today.
0: Yo, welcome to All Things Covered with Patrick Peterson and Bryant McFadden, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Man, the name says it all. If you're rocking with us, make sure you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, or you can watch us on YouTube. Just visit youtube.com slash all things covered. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can get alerted of all our great content right away. While you're at it, like, comment as well. Now, let's get to the show. Boom! First quarter of the show. The show always hits differently. It feels better at the win. Skull check-in. It's time to check-in with the Vikings. Skull Check in. And I know they was jumping in the stadium this past Sunday. First home game, Seahawks recap. Pat P, let's get straight to the nitty gritty. What was the vibe like playing at US Bank Stadium for the very first time as a Minnesota Viking?
1: Uh, It was dope, man. It was awesome, man. The the atmosphere was amazing. The, The fans had great energy. Um, defense fed off that, especially in the second half. Um, you know, they they definitely came with it. I was I was I was highly impressed. It wasn't a seat available in the Bank Stadium, um, so I'm looking forward to especially I'm uh, looking forward to week two to see them bring a little bit more noise.
0: Man, listen, this was a huge win, a huge ball game for Minnesota. You guys started off a bit, you know, slow. Some unfortunate uh, things happening happened in the first two ball games that led to devastating losses so you needed to win this ball game you played against a playoff caliber team with a hall of fame like quarterback in Russell Wilson and I watched the game we're going to talk a little bit more about the game in depth Uh, but what was the feeling like you know for you you know getting your first win the entire team feeling getting that monkey off your back being able to get that first win up for this up for this
1: season 2021. It was great. You know, I mean, you know, it's always, it's always a great feeling once you, once you get that first job, but, you know, like I always, you know, speak about, it's a long season, you know, happy that we got the first one, but, you know, now it's, now we understand how it feels the preparation, the work it takes to get that one. Now you Mm got to uh, be able to to duplicate that again, you know what I mean, For, for 17 weeks straight and you know, get in the tournament and see what happens after that. So definitely happy that, you know, we got the dub. But for me, honestly, personally, once we left the stadium, you know, I got to the house, I watched the tape from the game. I started watching Cleveland, you know what I mean? because- that's, you know,
0: that's what you're supposed to do.
1: Yeah. yeah. We, we got the dub, we got the job done. Now it's all about, you know- the Cleveland. Game. No question. That's what you're supposed to, that's,
0: that's what you're supposed to do. You know, well said, a pros pro. You celebrate the victory for a few hours. Now it's time to get re- get ready for the next task at hand, which is the Cleveland Browns. Now, our, our producer, Debo Eric, uh, he was a bit nervous, Pat. He said, he hit me a text. He said, "A Pat's on the injury report. I can tell, I can I felt the 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 concern in the text message. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm like, what are you on the injury report for? He was like, It's a toe. I said, A toe. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, I ain't heard nothing about no toe. But you was on the injury report. And, you know, one thing about Pat Pease, he does a great job in taking care of his body. He's already emphasized he spent around half a meal ticket on his body. Uh, You were on the injury report. Everything was okay. I know how it is. When, when they say questionable in the NFL, you're playing. It's like 100% you're playing. You know, okay. probably was like 50-50 out, you're out. But when you see questionable, I know some people be like, Oh, is he gonna play? You know, like, you're playing. But you know, it was everything
1: was okay. Cause yeah, Eric was a bit nervous. He was a bit concerned. <laughs> no, everything was all right, man. I just had to had to get that little knuckle warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> the big toe, the little toe. Yeah, just the big toe. Okay, okay. Hey, well, you look
0: good, you look real fast out there. Of course, you want to lose some weight. Um, you know, and looking at the ball game, you know, you didn't really have a lot of action. Uh, one play with DK, he ran an in and out a little bit. And one thing that I'm starting to notice, Pat P what's that but, you know, We have we have a lot of uh you know listeners and watchers of the show, big time fans of the show. <laughs> you know, and, and, and and I think we got we got some we got some people that's tuning in to what we're doing and what we're saying. And they kind of feel some type of way because clearly there's someone from PFF that seems to, I guess, you know, some of, the, some of your comments regarding PFF, you know, kind of hit home for him. I don't know if he actually works with PFF. He might actually, you know, work with PFF. I don't know to what degree, whatever the case was. But he had something to say about the pivot route. I mean, it happens in the game of football.
1: It was a great route. It was a great route.
0: Great route, great timing route. By the way, the yeah. situation of running that route, understanding and knowing defensively what you guys probably would be in, and your reaction definitely felt like he was going to jump that out. He ran the pivot out yeah, and I in.
1: Pretty good for the out, because I know. You know. We you know we saw obviously they run the whip, but it, I think it was like thirty five. So in that situation, yes, I'm thinking of the whip, but at the same time, we see we saw a lot of four outs on tape. You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, I got me one. <laughs> Cause I was already playing inside leverage. So at the end of the day, he's trying to get away from my leverage. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking as a DB. Hey, hey yeah.
0: yo. I already knew uh, the situation because usually that's a red zone route. That's a red zone beater. You know what I mean? Be able to get that little quick, uh, quick touchdown. Uh, but yeah, no question. But for some reason it was like uh, he, he, he jumped at that play uh, you know, and I'm like, you know what? It sounds like yeah, he's been paying attention to what we saying. So that's okay. Yeah, it's it, and great. it happens. That's the thing about yeah. a lot of fans, Pat,
1: and uh, you that know, was that was that was on me. That play was on me. But 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 as you always said many a
0: times, you know, you might give up something, but you jumping right back in the fire it's
1: looking good. for action and try to double move. You know, then I said, my eyes, gonna, I'm keeping my eyes. On my guy in <laughs> the yeah. rest of the game. I mean, listen,
0: <laughs> outside of that play, you was, man, seven was doing what seven's supposed to do. Right. And that That's happens in the Florida y- game.
1: I don't know if you get these yards from oh, seven. Oh. Years, I still don't know where that comes from, but it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Hey, man. But the game was you- fun, Matt. The game was fun. We had a great time. No Lock- question. It was awesome. Walking through like the uh, the town because they have like these little club seats and it's all glass and you walking in between like there's restaurants. You mean when you get to the you, when you go to the field? Yeah, it, it was
0: dope. It was fire. Oh, and they, I forgot that's your first time really experiencing yeah. that in a full house. Yeah. How loud how how loud was it? How 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 loud does it get there? I never I never actually been to a game, there, US Bank Stadium. How loud does it get there? It was loud. It was loud. I couldn't
1: tell you the, the, the actual decimals that it yeah. was, but it was it was crunk. It was crunk there.
0: Man, listen, the defense was flying around. And it, and the thing about this game, you guys were able to take care of business easily without the cook in the game. Dalvin Cook didn't even play. You know what yep. I mean? But Madison jumped up. Oh, he had a huge game. And let's talk about some of the performances. Uh, you guys limited Curly Her, Russell Wilson. Second half dominance was definitely, you know, put on display. Uh, got a touchdown right before halftime, which is always important. Uh, Well, in the second half, it it seemed like the defense and the offense to kind of just kind of turn things up a notch or two. You know, what were the adjustments in halftime for you guys to be able to come in out of the halftime
1: and just dominate like you did? Just adjusting to some of the different things that they showed us, you know, in the actual game, than things that we, you know, prepared for. Um, And just making a point of emphasis is just tackling and and not letting Russ, you know, be Russ. You, mm-hmm. know, you know, we did a great job on our uh, on our rushing lanes. We did a great Great job. plastering our coverage on the back end. Uh-huh. We didn't give up any big shots. You know, the one pivot route that really wasn't shot, but it went for, I, I, I couldn't tell you how many plays with that, but we didn't let any balls go over our heads. Yep. And that you was know. the issue the first two weeks. Right. And you know- yeah, splash Cleveland, plays. Cleveland, but Seattle, they thrive off plays like that. Like I no talked question. about- I think I talked about this in my press conference that they're the lowest, you know, time of possession team. And that's either two things. One of two things. You know, either they're getting a bunch of three and outs or they are putting the ball in the end zone at a it's very going high, fast. high clip. And they scored at a very high clip. And, you know, they had us on our heels early on in the uh in the first in the first quarter and a half, I I'll say, but you know, the next, you know, two and a half quarters, I think we gotta act together and, you know, started adapting to what they was showing us. Man, the Seahawks didn't
0: convert a third down in the second half, over three in second half, uh, third down opportunities. Uh, Defensive man, y'all boy flying around, man. I can tell you was in the vibe, having fun. You guys were caught up in the moment on the sidelines, having fun and joining each other on the football field. The pass rush has been getting after it. I mean, yourself, hit man in the secondary, Everybody was flying around, and get get this though—you still not 100 percent healthy defensively because Bar has yet to, you know, take a snap with you guys. Imagine what's it, what is it going to look like when he gets back? Yeah, you know, man. Anthony Barr.
1: Yeah, it's going to be that's going to be a big plus for us. So, you know, he had opportunity to get out there in the practice field with us uh, last week. So, mm-hmm. uh, do you think he plays this week, or you know? You know, I have no idea. I don't know. You know, did he? You said he practiced last week with you guys? Yeah, he was on the field with us last week. Okay. But, okay. You know, no, no status of his, yeah. you know, no, know uh, of his plan status. Yeah, no, no question, no answer about that. But um, you know, I'm excited to see what he's going to bring to the table when he do uh, step on the field with us.
0: Yeah, and then talking about another player who has been uh, a, a big time, uh, productive player, Captain Kurt, friend of the show. We had him on the show a few months ago. If you missed that, like feed, that. if you missed that show, uh, it's in the feed. Would you say? Would you say, Kirk, Pat? Like that. Man, yeah, you like that. But Captain Kirk, boy, if it wasn't for a missed kick and a fumble, and if you guys were undefeated, he'd probably be in the MVP conversation right now. Man, check these numbers. Well, this past Sunday, Captain Kirk, 30 or 38, 321, three touchdowns. So far this season, completing 73% of his passes, 918 yards, eight touchdowns, zero interceptions. His passer rating is 152.4 on 10-plus yard throws this season, first among all quarterbacks. It was his fifth straight game with multiple TD passes, no interceptions, tied for the third-longest streak since 1950. It's his 12th game in the past six seasons with 300 passing yards, three passing TDs, zero interceptions. That's the most in the NFL that span. That he had he, He's had 200 consecutive attempts without an interception, the longest active streak in the NFL. Captain Kirk, boy, he got more numbers. Hold on. Kirk Cousins, the last 10 games where it ranks in the NFL. He's second in yards over 3,000. He's third in touchdowns, 26. He's tied for third in interceptions, two. He's tied for third in completion percentage, 70. Shout. Well, he got that. He got that cape on. Man. Oh, man. I didn't know he was doing it like that. God, I got I got Kirk Cousins on my fantasy team, but I had him on the bench.
1: God dang it.
0: right i had Kirk cuz on my bench man he gave me 26 quiet points to on the bench we saw justin sure. jefferson wake up nine reception 112 touchdown adam thielen six reception 50 yards a touchdown alexander alexander madison and tyler Con- conklin huge contributors this past sunday huge contributors 26 carries for 112 yards Six receptions, 59 yards. He totaled 171. Conklin, seven receptions, 70 yards. That's huge production from the tight end position because remember, you lost Irv right. Smith Jr. Uh, talk about those two. No, hold on. Let's, let's go back to Captain Kirk. Let's go back to Captain Kirk, man. What, what is like looking at man do what he do, man? Because, Pat, you know, you've been a fan of Kirk Cousins for a long, for a long time now. He's your teammate. And, man, quiet as kept, man. He's been one of the more... Prolific quarterbacks over that what that stretch was ten games. I mean he's been in the top of the list the last ten ball games. Not to mention what he's doing so far this season. But talk about Captain Kirk and the kind of vibe he's in right now.
1: Man, you know Kirk O'Ban in his vibe right now. You know what I mean? He just gotta you know make make sure he maintain that focus and that 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 laser, that laser sharp you know dominance that he's. You know, performing on the, on the field each and every Sunday. Yeah. You know, to us, get as many dubs as possible. You know, that's the main focus and goal. You know, and that's the main win. And, uh, yeah. You know, that's what you know as a football team and you know head coach as a as a ball player. You know, that's what you get judged off. You know, winning yeah. ball games and you know, if we're able to, to to showcase that each and every Sunday, you know, we'll be cooking with some hot grease. Yeah, hot grease. You cooking with
0: some gas too. A gas stove is always the best to cook on. So that's what that's what Captain Kirk is cooking on. And they talked about Madison and Conklin, man. You know, what can you say about these guys filling in, you know, as injury replacements, but had huge, huge efforts uh, uh, this past Sunday, you know, running the football in Conklin, of course, blocking and catching passes.
1: You know, I always thought we had a great combination of backs, you know, yeah. with- uh, with Cook and Madison, you know, had an opportunity to see Madison throughout training camp, OTAs, mini camp, you know, always, you know, show great movement, you know, jump cuts, you know, uh, great hands out of the backfield. Like he showed Sunday against the Seahawks, um, you know, and it just always was that explosive, just smooth criminal type player. Mm-hmm. And he, he showcased that, you know, Sunday, you know, it wasn't nothing, you know, out of the, out of the- Ordinary. Or, yeah, it wasn't nothing out of the or, ordinary. It wasn't like no, oh, wow, runs. It yeah. was just, you know, grinding meat type runs, you know, just mm-hmm. what they give you, breaking a couple tackles, you know, break a tackle, gain 10 more yards at the, for, at the first contact, you know, just runs like that, you know what I mean? So that was big and he's the type of type of bat that's Built to run, uh, uh, to to control and run the and ha- have that type of running game. So, you could tell that the, the game plan was definitely tailor made around his style of running. So I was excited to see him get off the way he did. And uh, Tyler has been—I you know, always thought he was. Uh, if we would have had him and Irvin on the field at the same time, I thought we mm-hmm. were almost unstoppable. Because I had the opportunity to see, you know, what Tyler was able to do, do our OTAs, training camp. In uh, mini camp as well, you know, mm-hmm. so it's all the hard work that those guys have put it put in throughout spring and training camp, you know, it's showing off,
0: yeah. And uh, I think when you look at Madison, he's always been a guy who's been more than just a replacement when yeah. given the opportunity in years past. And the thing about Madison, when people realized that Cook wouldn't participate this Sunday, fantasy related they were jumping to go get Madison and put him in their lineup because the expectations still were about the same. Like, oh, Madison is a guy who can kind of give you what you need production-wise. And he was able to come through uh, in that element for you guys. And of course, when it comes to fantasy-related content, uh, people who put him in their lineup definitely were smiling from ear to ear. Another situation that emerged at the end of the game, uh, Cameron Danzler, you know, he tweeted out after the game, he quickly then deleted it. I'm tired of biting my tongue about this whole situation for real. Of course, Cameron, you know, up-and-coming player, second-year player, second-round pick from Mississippi State over a year ago, uh, hasn't really been in the lineup. But, you know, how do you keep a young guy like that motivated and focused on the team, you know, especially when he's going through something individually and would like to be in more action than what he currently is involved in?
1: You know, it's, you know, especially, you know, it's tough to, you know, I won't say it necessarily, it's tough. You just want to be able to communicate with you guys and be able to you know, see, you know, what made them, you know, come to that point, you know, to put it, put that out on social media. Mm-hmm. Coming to talk to one of the boys or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Because, you know, that shows however you want to put it, you know, as yeah. a head coach. I'm not a head coach, you know, so I can't say, you know, it was selfish or it was whatever the case may be. You know, but far as you know, me trying to keep a young guy like Cam in in the game. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, like I always tell him and Chris, I tell them this every day. Stay ready. You know, stay ready. Yeah, question. You never know when your number gonna be called he's gonna come, and you don't want to piss away that opportunity when it comes. No question. You you wanna like you wanna I, I know everybody loves success. You know, right away, instant. Yeah, but it don't happen like that for some people. You just have to be able to stay patient, and stay true to yourself. You know what I mean. Get in the vibe, get in the zone, and knowing that you know you're doing everything the right way. Then when that opportunity presents itself, you ready to go rock. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, no question. I know it can be a frustrating situation, but he got to stay in the game because eventually they will call his number. And when they call your number, you don't want to be ready. And then they say, oh, this is why you wasn't playing.
1: Yeah. And just like last week when he had to step in and play against, you know, the Cardinals, he played well. Mm-hmm. Played made a couple plays, made a couple tackles. You know, played great. You know what I mean? So, you know, my my main thing and main focus is making sure that I'm, I'm keeping them in the game. Yeah. You never know.
0: That's why you got that C on your jersey. Yeah, exactly why you got the C on your jersey. So uh, just stay ready. You know, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And I think he understands that. And I love the fact that he's emotional about the situation because he wanna he wanna be in that fire. Right. It'd be one thing if he was quiet and not really caring, but you want to be in that fire. So sometimes you might allow your emotions to get the best of you, and that's okay because football is an emotional game.
1: Yeah, on me and each and every day. You know what I mean to be able to showcase his talent on Sundays. You know, I just him to continue to do that. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. It was a huge, it was a nice win, man. It's a total, complete effort. Everybody was happy. I saw you uh, uh, at the end of the game on the Vikings social media page, man. The atmosphere at the end of the game fired up, man. That's how it's yeah. supposed to be. That feeling, you yeah. know what I mean? You had the yeah. mic in your hand, man. It was a good vibe. And I, and the one thing I love, and I tell you this all the time, man. I love when guys play football and you can tell they're having fun. Well, all 11 guys are involved in having fun. You yep. know what I mean? You doing your job, I'm doing my job. We have the results we're trying to get, and we enjoyed each other. Yep. Like, we, It's a party, like, yeah, like it. yeah, it's a party. You know, I told you, I'm coaching flag football. You know, second and third grade. Tell, hey man, we ain't in the we not in the library. This is the one time where you can talk loud, say whatever you want to say, and and do it for four quarters. You're not in class. Let's have fun. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I love when I watch the game this past Sunday. Especially in the second. I yeah, they, they it. They right yeah, they in their bag right now. Yeah. They in their bag on both sides of the football. Hey, hey, when that momentum get in your hands, boy,
1: good.
0: it's it's tough for the other team. Yeah, it's a, it's you can't see player. momentum, Pat, but you know you can feel it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no question. <laughs> hey, hey you, you feel that when that momentum starts switching in your favor? Man, let's hold on to it. And yes, you sir. guys held on to, to it this past Sunday. And let's see what's next, this upcoming Sunday. Next up for the Vikings, one and two, the Cleveland Browns, who's they're two and one this season. They just beat the uh, Chicago Bears 26 to six on Sunday. They also beat the Texans. They lost to the Chiefs week one. Uh, dominating performance defensively, Pat P. Uh, the Bears right. only gained 47 yards of total offense. They had nine sacks. Miles Garrett had four and a half sacks. It's the fewest by any team in a game since the 2004 Browns when they had dang, 26 yards against Buffalo. Uh, you guys are playing at home uh, once again. I know U.S. Bank is gonna be rocking, uh, but guess what? You get a chance to play what? against your homeboy. Oh,
1: oh Odell?
0: Yeah, your yeah, yeah, LSU mate who we've had on the show as well. Uh, if you missed it, it's in our feed, YouTube feed, uh, podcast feed. OBJ joined us last season. While he was injured, great, great conversation with us. Uh, But Pat P, get ready to go against his homeboy, OBJ. Uh, His first game was this past week. Uh, He was injured, ACL, of course. Uh, He's back in the lineup, did some pretty good things in last week's game against the Bears. Uh, Baker Mayfield, you know, what's your evaluation of Baker Mayfield? You know, he's known to be a scrappy guy, uh, pretty, pretty uh, talented guy. He's doing a pretty good job for their offense right now. But overall evaluation of Baker is what?
1: You know, I had the opportunity to watch his game. Uh, who did they play? I didn't watch. I watched when they played the, the Kansas City game. Mm-hmm. That's the game I watched last night. And um, you know, I think he's 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 continuing he's continually uh, continually to grow. Yeah, you know, continue trying to find his way um, in the offense. Continue to trying to understand the. the the throws he can get away and can't get, uh, he, that he can and can't get away with. Um, but I mean, he's a talented quarterback, you know, he can make all the throws. You just have to make sure that he's smart about those throws, not putting in himself and his team in harm's way because they, they have enough talent around them. If, you know, if he don't make a costly mistake or if he's not turning the ball over, they can win a lot of ball games. So ultimately, you know, the Brown success is, you know, weigh on him. You know what I mean? That's how you should want it as no a quarterback. You know, so, but for thus far uh, throughout the season, I don't know what his stats are right now. I just know, I know he, in that, uh, in the game that I watched, he was playing unbelievably mm-hmm. until that last, the last two drives, you know, just kind of seemed out of whack. I don't know if he got banged up, seemed like he was favoring something. And then that last interception to the corner. Uh, oh, that the was Kansas week. City game. You talking about that's week one. Kansas City game. Yeah, that was a, a, obviously kind of boneheadish, but you know those type of things happen when you when you are that type of player. You know, what I mean, he like you said, scrappy player, play with a lot of emotions, and 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 don't ever want to play to die. You know what I mean? That's a mm-hmm. you know, that can that's an antichrist. So, um, you know, I'm excited to see what he's what he's going to bring to the table here Sunday. I'm sure we're going to have a pretty good game plan, a uh, great game plan intact um, to be able to attack these guys from all different um, angles. Yep. And when you look at the wide
0: receiver unit, Jarvis Landry has a sprained MCL. He sprained that in week two, so he's going to be out a few weeks. So the number one guy is OBJ, who just came back from an injury. He had five catches for 77 yards. You guys faced off in 2019 when you were with the Cardinals. Uh, You had a pick in the end zone while covering OBJ. Just talk about the evolution of Odell at the wide receiver position. I've been saying for a long time, I think he's one of the more talented wide receivers we've seen to come through this league. Uh, He's been dealing with a few injuries, but just talk about the evolution and what he brings to the game and what type of wide receiver he is.
1: Yeah, Odell's very special, man. When he's healthy and on the field, like, almost like how you said, how you talked about, you know, when the Raiders are winning, you know, the, the league is, is, is such a better place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just when when Odell is in the game making those catches, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a piece of a, a, you know, 100-yard games, you know, it's just almost like the league is – it's in a different light. It's in a different atmosphere, it's a different vibe. You know, you start seeing them more on TV. You know what I mean? You just, yeah. you know, everybody starts to, you know, you know love them some Odell Beckham, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, obviously fighting through injuries, it's tough to get back to what, or what you once was, because now you have a second thought, so a second guessing. Can you trust the certain injury or the certain, you know, whatever you may injure that mm-hmm. it will hold up? In the line of in the in the line of duty, so you know, um, I think he I think he will eventually get back there. You know, when we had him on, it seemed like he was had a very clear head, very mm-hmm. level minded You know, and he seemed like he was in a very good space. So um, I'm excited to see what is uh you know, Lord's willing. Knock on wood that he stays healthy, seeing if he can get back to that uh, that Odell once uh, that everybody fell in love with.
0: But well, now it's time for my prediction. Pat P, I was pretty close with my last week's prediction by the way, against the Seahawks. I was really, really pretty close. But I'm gonna give you a 27-21 Minnesota Vikings victory. 27-21 in favor of the Vikings. Let's see how close I can get this week. Yo, Pat P, man, you're now in year 11. Think about that. And I know you got five more good ones left in you, but eventually you're going to be where I'm at. And where I'm at is wanting to look and feel good without having to put in the two-a-day efforts at the gym. Be on a strict diet or drink these weird teas that don't taste too good that they have out now. That's why I really enjoy using Noom. Noom uses a psychology-based approach to help create a healthy balance that's moldable to your life. It doesn't burn you out because their approach is sustainable. Since I started using Noon, I definitely understand my relationship with food better. I don't regret when I have some of that lemon pound cake that I love. But I know if I can control cravings and just change a few food shopping habits, it will leave me with more energy to increase my mood. And no need to fear ruining the whole program with one day off because I definitely had a few of those. That's because Noom will help you get back on track. All you need is a daily 10 minute check-in. That's it folks, 10 minutes just to check in. No grueling early mornings or huge chunks out of your day. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noon.com slash A-T-C. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash A-T-C to start your trial today. Now it's time to check in around the league. Outstanding, entertaining weekend of football. Uh, Sunday night was unbelievable. The Packers traveled out to San Francisco. Uh, Packers went on a last second field goal. Uh, Man, it's very, very tough to lose in that fashion, but I can tell you this much. I know Minnesota Viking fans were rooting for San Francisco to win that ball game. And you have been newly introduced to this rivalry. Granted, you haven't played against Green Bay. They fans don't like, their fans don't like you. Your fans don't like them. That's how it's supposed to be. Uh, <laughs> but newly, newly being, uh, you know, a, a newly Viking, are you rooting for losses from Detroit, Chicago and Green Bay? when you know they're playing, or if you're able to watch them, have you adapted that mentality? Like, yo, I don't like them. They don't like us, they need to lose.
1: Oh man, I th- always, you know, always had the mentality. I don't care what division we're playing. I want everybody in our division to lose. I like it, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's what, I want everybody in, my, in our division to lose. Point play, I want everybody to go 0-16. or 17 <laughs> or whatever the case may be.
0: Yeah, and it would have been great because if they would have lost, you know, you guys were, would have been in the same situation. Everybody would have one loss, one win, two losses. Of course, Detroit, they're over right now. But you still got the opportunity to do what you need to do. So, But that was an entertaining game. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. That last that last drive was unbelievable. And that's why he's the type of player that he is. Outside of the Packers, this upcoming week, Brady versus Belichick. I know player don't go against the coach, but let's keep it real. You know, these two guys were tied to the hip for a long, long time. Tampa travels to to New England to play against the Patriots that will be on Sunday Night Football. Uh, man, when you look at this debate, who who meant more to the other? Who do you think meant more to the other? Did Brady mean more to Belichick or Belichick meant more to Brady?
1: Hmm. Man, you know it's so it's, it's so interesting because if you think about it, right? I think. With Tom being having the opportunity to be around Bill Belichick, it helps him become a better player in a sense of understanding situational football, understanding not putting the team in bad situations. You know, not saying Tom didn't have that at, at Michigan because I didn't have an opportunity to watch him at Michigan. You know, um, obviously we know the competitive uh, nature and edge that Tom have and has and. That, um, you know, he's actually out there on the field, putting in the work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I think, you know, with him getting, you know, not leeway, but you know, some guidance on how to handle certain situations from his coach, you know, paid a huge dividends in his success. You know, believe it or not. You know, but at the end of the day, for not tiptoeing around the question. I'm going to go Tom Edmore.
0: Mm. <laughs> hey, I can tell you this much. When you lose Tom Brady, you don't have an actual quality replacement in place. Because remember, they, they signed Cam like literally before camp. So they were in a, a disadvantage because you had structured the quarterback position for 20 years and then you don't. And now you're trying to scramble to go find. Uh, structure. No surprise to see the struggles from the New England Patriots and still to this day and the total opposite of Tom Brady going into a nice assembled team offensively in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But we're going to see it's, it is Sunday night football over under. They actually shake hand and have a conversation. I don't know if that's going to happen, but we're going to see uh, last big time. Uh, also another big time news in the NFL before we transition to seven questions. The NFL just announced They will, for the very first time, have a Monday night playoff game. What time? Monday night. Don't pack. That's what I'm saying. They don't think about the players. They don't think about the players at all. all. They don't care nothing about no players. Listen, so if you play on Monday night, because you know in playoff football, wild card weekend, you got games on Saturday, Sunday, and that's usually it. But if you play on Monday night, you might play against a team that just played on Saturday. They got ample amount of time to rest you coming off a short week to get ready for a round two playoff game. That's a disadvantage, right? Well, I mean, what do you think about that disadvantage for
1: players? I mean, I, I think that's horrible, man. <laughs> I understand we want to get more team, more, more, more games on, on TV, but we also got to level the playing field here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that just don't make any sense at all because, like you said, what if we play a team that's playing on Saturday? You know, I don't know how it's going to end up far at the brackets, what numbers play each other. But, you know, I just think, you know, I don't know. I just think that's a bit much because to say, all right, it's the higher seeds that's playing on that Monday and they didn't play the two games before. So all right now they're at a disadvantage because because now the teams that didn't play Saturday, now they kind of got, what is that? They'll get more rest Mm -hmm. that played on Monday, you know? So I just think, um, Damn, that's just that's wild, man. That's wild. So I just hope we, I hope we don't play <laughs> on on hey, Monday. No question. That's so,
0: crazy. Hey, the best way to solidify, know you won't play on on opening weekend. You get the number one seed, you know you got a buy. Yeah, yeah. And Thanks. there's only one team when each conference gonna get a buy because it's not two teams, anymore. boy. Boy, yeah. they don't care nothing about the players, man. Safety ain't yeah, first, you
1: know.
0: huh? <laughs> hey, P, you know what time it is, man. Here's where we show love to other individuals who've been balling this past week in the National Football League. It's our All Things Covered Award. We're dishing out two awards weekly for those individuals who lived up to the hype, two hours show name, and they have all things covered. Usually we do one offense or one defense, but hey, sometimes it could be a special team award. Whoever it is, whoever is covering everything, we like to show love to these guys and tip our hats, even though we don't have a brim on, we'll tip it to them anyway. And this week, Man, listen, man, listen. Uh, this week, man, we gotta give one award to Justin Tucker. And the reason why I got my head down low, Pat P, cause I was playing against Justin Tucker in fantasy. And at the time I didn't realize, I forgot I was playing against Justin Tucker. And it was like, yo, Justin Tucker just hit a 66 yard field goal. I'm like, dang, man, that's big time. That's big time. I checked my app. I said, oh, dang. Man, I'm playing against Justin Tucker. This <laughs> man God gave me like, a, a kicker, twenty like points. I think it's like twenty points in fantasy football. I don't know, you don't know too much about fantasy football, Pat. I that's know. huge. A kicker, uh-huh. a good, uh-huh. a a pretty good day fantasy watch for a kicker would probably be like nine ten. Yeah, he doubled that.
1: Matt, going back to the college, the college team. Yeah, I see why you want to watch the Florida State games by yourself, not dog. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's. Uh, that's what you do. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bringing it up to make like make fun of it because I actually <laughs> watched them this weekend, and I was like, "Oh, this why Mac?
0: It's tough, Pat P. It's tough, man. Listen, man. I'm glad I don't drink because man, I'd probably be abusing some <laughs> type of substance right now. I, I got watched by myself, man. Listen, man. it
1: ain't gonna lie. It's tough to see them boys like that, man. It yeah, it's tough. tough.
0: Like it's it's tough out there right now, man. We gotta just, man,
1: hey, the only way we gonna
0: make it right, man, the guys they got the uniform on gotta make it right. Yeah, man. That's it. Jesus, jeez, It's tough, but yeah, Justin Tucker kicked a 66 yard field goal and uh, pissed me off because I had played against Justin Tucker in my fantasy. And then the second award is Jamal Agnew. He tied the NFL record 109-yard missed field goal return for a touchdown against the Cardinals. Uh, They tried a 68-yarder. He took it back 109.
1: That was good. Huge.
0: And now it's time for seven questions. Seven questions is where we get a chance to interact with you, the listeners, and the viewers. If you want your question to be answered in the future, leave a question attached to a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we may get to it on this show. This question comes from, on IG, Super Athletes. Uh, thank you, Super Athletes, for this question. Of course, he's a guy who's from Broward. I follow him and we uh, on, on both platforms, Twitter and Instagram. Question for both of us. Who is the greatest player to ever come from the 954? The 954 is the area code of Broward County. Granted, you still have 786, uh, 754, but of course, it's been known forever to be the 954. So his question is, who's the greatest player to ever come from Broward County? Ooh.
1: For me, it's easy. For me, who you got? Man, R. I. P. Tyrone Moss. Tyrone yeah. Moss. He was man to have opportunity to see not only the uh, the the tracks the attraction from the crowd, but some of the things he was able to do in, in games. Just the magnitude that. You know that the games were that he came alive in. Man, the dude was a he was a he he was a he was a creative player in high school. Man, yeah, he was unbelievable. He was a a little bit yeah he was a little bit of a a, 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 a Maurice Jones Drew with a little bit of Brandon Jacobs. So he was round and look round and thick, but he had he was about six foot and brought that thunder light like a Brandon Jacob. And he was fast. Yeah. like You couldn't catch him when he got out in the open. One of the best yeah. running backs
0: out of Broad County.
1: Like, yeah, and was. you knew, you knew he was running the ball 40 times a game. Couldn't stop him. <laughs> you knew he was getting the ball 40 times a game. You, you couldn't stop him. You no know, doubt about it.
0: Oh, greatest ever. Martavius Houston, who went to Auburn.
1: Okay. Was special
0: think he went to B.A., Boyd Anderson. yeah. Um, man, it's so many. It's so many many from Brown County. Uh, Never Mm -hmm. really took off professionally like how many people thought he would, but Jimbo Fisher talked about him all the time, because I think Jimbo was at Auburn and said he never seen an athlete like that ever in his life. And was in high school, around like 215, 220, playing safety. And he ran the 100, and he ran the 4x1, a superstar on the track, and a superstar on the football field. So I'll say Martavis Houston might be a name that many people might not remember or or, or uh, who, who may have not heard of before. Uh, but the player that I'll probably say, when you talk about NFL wise, who went on to do great things in the league, and of course he has a gold jacket, I'll say Isaac Bruce. Bruce. You yeah. know, he went to Dillard. Yep. He just got inducted to the hall of fame. So, hey, that's a good question, man. Super athletes, man, we can have a discussion about that on and on and on about best players. Cause you still got, you got Pat P, uh, you got Asante Samuel, you got Lamar, man. Yo. You got a whole bunch of people, man. This the the, the I list.
1: Think, I think who is uh is it Rugs from um? No, Judy, Judy Ridley. Okay, I thought that was from Alabama. Was from Florida. so yeah, yeah, Judy. Rid, 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 Ridley and Judy. Yeah. I think I think the boys went to Monarch. No, no, yeah. Judy went to Deerfield. Yeah, Judy went to Deerfield.
0: Jay went to Deerfield, man. We can help. We, the all-time, all-time roster would be huge to do. Yeah. But we ain't got enough time to do that. But thank you for that question again, super athletes. Now it's time for shout outs. We want to remind everyone that you can find us on Instagram at all pod. Each week we give clues for our next guest. And the first person to guess correctly gets a follow and a shout-out on the pod. Shout out to at A for correctly guessing, Chris Carter, who was our guest last week. Again, follow us at All Things Cover Pod for the very best content from the show.
1: That's it for this episode. Thanks to everyone for listening and watching. We'll be back again Thursday, where you can expect all things to be covered. Peace.